we are the Quietude. So this week, this has been a really exciting week for us at the Quietude because we have found our, our venue. venue. We have, and it's the perfect location. We love everything about it. The vibe is wonderful. Oh, there. it is. It really is. And we have now officially agreed our start date. So we're going to be launching dates yeah. for classes, what we're going to be doing together. Um, it's a really exciting time for us, so stay tuned in. Stay all coming soon. All coming soon on our pages. Really brings us on to how we decided on the topic for tonight. So, podcast three, and we're going for freedom. Freedom. What an interesting topic this week, and we've had some questions for tonight, which are actually quite hard. I they could are. jump in and say it's challenged us, um, which I love. But we're going to try and address those and hopefully get them answered. Um, it's all our own opinions. Um, yes, definitely. I think you're. I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think um, we just wanted to kind of reiterate that the quietude is bringing a safe space for everyone to have their own opinion. Absolutely. We think that everybody's opinion allows for everybody's growth. So we encourage all opinions. There is no judgment held. We're not saying we're right, we're not saying we're wrong, we're just saying that this is a safe space to bring however you feel to the table. Well said. So, I mean, let's do this! So, let's get started. Okay, the first question I have for you, Hannah, is what is freedom to you? Oh, wow. Freedom. Freedom for me, I would say, is the constant feeling of no worries, no fear, no self-doubt. The feeling of what will be, will be. Not really mm. caring how people view you. Um, being at peace with your past and your future and living for the now. So presence. Yeah. Being totally present. Being, being here and now living in the present being connected with the present at all times is your definition of freedom yeah. freedom and that's how when you achieve that you would feel free yeah for yeah. me absolutely so what does freedom look like to you yeah this is a really interesting question for me actually because um i think it can look very different as i said in my facebook post to different people yeah. depending on where they are in their lives right now what they've experienced in their lives in terms of trauma yeah. um, where they've come from and and what stage of maybe the healing they're at at the moment so I did a little bit of a google to start me off um, okay on in terms of what does freedom as a definition mean and this is really interesting so the definition is the ability to act without constraint, which I love because, um, as we know, I'm a massive fan of Peter Crone. Yep. He's all <laughs> about freedom, and I do. Uh, I absolutely, everything he says, I completely resonate with. And I think that being in a place of freedom is living in the present with the flow of life without any form of resistance to life itself and so for me freedom would then be no no more resistance so no dis-ease wow going with the flow of life i mean i'm a massive believer that the universe has 
a pre-designed life for us all. And the less we resist that and go with the flow, the more we experience freedom of mind, body and soul. Um, and it really kind of brings us back to our manifestation topic. The, yeah. in the, was it the first week it was we did manifestation? Because yeah. I really think that when we become present in what we want and we embody from the inside yeah. the energy of what we're trying to create and manifest that's when we become and that's when it happens so that is what freedom looks like to me it's not necessarily it's not necessarily financial freedom oh no physical freedom no. it's as you were saying totally presence yeah wow so i mean as well, I think it's probably interesting to touch upon when, in terms of freedom, have I felt like I was free yeah. ever? So my schooling, whether other people might have experienced it, I don't know. So I went to an all-girls school, private school, yeah. and we, I believed and felt that we all had to conform in a certain way. So the way we spoke, the way we behaved, oh, wow. the way we acted, the way we dressed. I felt that there was very little room for creativity or to add your uniqueness. And I yeah. really believe that everybody has a unique offering oh, yeah, absolutely. to the universe. Yeah. And so for me, school didn't allow me to be free. I think physically as well, because obviously school, school, isn't it? And we have to go and yeah. I guess we don't have to go, but... I, that was the path that I had taken, that was the path we yeah. chose. Um, so I think my first experience or taste of freedom was when I, when I moved out and left home. I was quite young, um, but I was in that space where I didn't have to conform to anything or anybody. And it was the first time I tasted freedom. Wow, tasted freedom, yeah. Mm. I mean, do you, so at the moment, do you feel free? For me, um, no, not completely, um, but I'm working towards it and I know one day that I will be. Um, I think I just need to be more in tune with myself, um, figure out my reasons for fear, anxiety, mm. and come to peace with them all, really. And, you know, it's an ongoing practice, isn't it? Yeah. You know, freedom is a, a new outlook on a on life. Yes. Um, you know, a skill that we've almost got to keep working on. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And I think as well, as you say, it's something you have to keep working on. As we know, you know, the chakras in our energy system, yeah, they develop. It's every seven years, isn't it, if I'm right in thinking. So the root chakra develops in the years of and the age up to seven, so by the age of 49, technically, they are all fully developed. I wonder whether, that being our energy system, I wonder whether that plays a part into us feeling free. Do we then, are we able to then access the sense of freedom or, or the ability to be free of the mind when all of our chakras are fully developed? More importantly, the crown and the third eye Wow. where the so, third eye our intuition so like 49 so it's kind of like life begins at 50 exactly and i wonder whether or not that is exactly what that that phrase that, yeah. 
actually means. Wow. Um, I, I don't think I really knew that. No. No, no. So that's something I learned quite recently, actually, in a book that I've been... Um, I think Andre, my friend Andre, told me to buy a book on the flow flow of life and living with the flow and it was all about the chakras and as much as we've delved into the energy system I didn't actually know that they all developed no by the age of 49 which I found really interesting and and actually trauma that you experience along the line of being you know developing as growing into young adults and if you develop trauma you can then create blockages in certain energy chakras um which can itself bring issues along with it and it probably leads us on to triggers actually because as well i think triggers play a massive part in us not feeling free yeah and i think triggers we were saying weren't we that we've both only very recently absolutely recent recent for me i didn't even obviously i've I have triggers and, you know, I knew, I, I, I never knew what the word trigger meant in a way that it was a trigger. Yes. I, I didn't know what I was feeling was a trigger, a trigger. or named as yeah. a trigger. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. I think I have throughout life experienced emotional ups and downs or even emotional sort of heightened bursts of emotions, mm. not necessarily always positive, um, through different people, through different experiences. And, you know, I've been asked a number of times, you know, why why have I reacted in the way I react? Because to the other person, they can't see that as being logical. Yeah. And that's the beauty of maybe not beauty, but that's the that's the essence of a trigger, is that something in your past yeah. which created a response um, with where the body felt I suppose where you felt in under threat then the mind then sees the potential threat happening again and creates the same response yeah. almost to protect itself but it's actually a it's creating the same illogical pattern really isn't it because we can't we don't know, we can't really predict that that's exactly going to happen, yeah. but the mind thinks it can see the same thing coming. And, and, and so so then we have the trigger. And the trigger, for me, comes in all shapes and forms. And I think that that's how different people experience different triggers to different things. Yeah. So I don't think we can ever dismiss somebody's trigger. Because no, it's absolutely based on, not for them. It's, yeah. it, it's huge, it's everything. Absolutely. I mean, how many times over the years have you been told and conditioned to suppress that? Yeah. You know, and really, that's not a healthy thing to do. We should never suppress no. an emotion. And, and like I was saying with, you know, what freedom is for me, I think that, you know, you need to address your triggers. It's not yeah. just something you can be like, oh, no, whatever. I think you need to address it, mm-hmm. make peace with it. Yeah, and let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. I love this. <laughs> I said that to someone recently, um, and it's easier said than done, isn't it? But I said, don't be afraid of the emotion and the trigger that's actually coming up. It's coming up for a reason. Yeah. And how blessed are we? I say this. I, I feel blessed that I can actually feel 
emotions. Yeah. Because years ago, I was pretty numb. So as much as I wasn't triggered, you could say, amazing, you're not triggered. I wasn't healed. I was just numb. Yeah. So for me, a trigger now, as painful as they are, because nobody really wants to feel sad or angry or guilty or on these negative emotions. But as soon as you get to a place where you see your trigger, you hold space for how you're feeling in that moment in time and you just allow it to pass whilst also bringing awareness. So we spoke last week about um, awareness and how bringing um, your attention to the present moment, awareness to how your mind, and we'll come on to the ego, but how the mind is presenting itself, I think that allows you to work through, okay, what's triggering me and how am I going to heal? Because nine times well majority of time if not all the time i believe the triggers are based on false realities or false perceptions of who we think we are and a big thing is actually like figuring out what that trigger is i think it took me a long long time to figure out what started my trigger Yeah. yeah i think what was really interesting as well so we've had different backgrounds and yet our triggers were in some ways similar yeah um and and I found that really interesting when we spoke about it that um and I think we've having someone else who can relate to your trigger it's almost gives you comfort yeah that you know this is normal which isn't that terrible because there is no definition of normal no but it, it does bring comfort and I think that's how we've also worked through ours is is almost together which again is why we created the quietude specifically created things like sister circles which we're going to be yeah which are coming yeah because we want the way that we've kind of held space for each other you know over the past couple of months um you know getting this up and running and the things that we've spoke about the way that we've hold held space for each other is what we want to offer to everybody in sister circles that are going to be coming soon um so everybody has that space to bring whatever they need to the table to then heal absolutely to heal and on their journey to freedom freedom i mean again freedom fulfillment are they the same are they similar you know um for me fulfillment and ultimate happiness comes hand in hand with freedom. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. And and for me, again, surrounding myself with like-minded people helps me to remain in that space, yeah. which I think is so important. Um, and I also think that's probably another topic for another day, uh, the energy of other people impacting yeah. on yours and how that actually impacts on your uh, emotional development needs and also your emotional freedom yeah so i mean yeah it's i'm liking this topic so do you have any tips to achieve freedom Mm, wow is it possible to achieve freedom is it possible yeah so i was speaking to someone super interesting today who um i think shares some really deep views and all this sort of stuff and the question we posed to each other was um, can you achieve freedom when you are not in a physically free environment? So let's say prison, for example, 
where you're physically not free. Yeah. Because if you asked most people, are you free? I wonder whether they'd say, of course I'm free. You know, because I live my life. You, you know, you're in yeah. the outside world. The outside sort of, world. Yeah. I can do what I want. That's freedom. Yeah. And yet, if you asked me and, and you, yeah. we both said we don't feel free. So is it, so to someone who is then not physically free, is it possible to ever achieve freedom? And I agreed. I think yes. Because I think freedom goes beyond... I think freedom becomes part of the mind, I was not say, the it's physical more, body. It's more of a, a mind, a state of mind, yeah. a constant state of mind. Mm, absolutely. Um, and possibly, um, you know, people in prison, do they have more time to reflect, to work on themselves? Do they have that ad- advantage, possibly? Oh, don't you know. Yeah, of being, don't you know, know, of having the time... Yes. To work on them on themselves, to reflect, to yeah, do our busyness of lives get in the way of that? Yeah, yeah. get in the way. That's a, I mean that's a really good point because I know I have to set aside. So the question you asked me was tips to achieving freedom. One of those tips is setting aside time to for myself. Yeah. As a, as a way of respecting, um, creating self-love, creating space to hold time for myself, which I think is one of the ways to then, I suppose, experience and awareness. I think the more time that you commit to self-love practices, the more you uh, nurture your intuition, the more your intuition is nurtured, Yeah. the more your true self, your authentic self, Yeah is allowed to grow and blossom and I think the more you're authentic I think the more you are free so I think my tip is self-love awareness yeah I totally agree with that I think the more the more time that I've spent on myself um you know and I don't think that I have the busiest of lifestyles but you know I've got two young girls that do take up Mm. you know a lot of time and I was at the point where I don't think I spent any time you know on myself Mm. you know a shower was like literally like a a five minute wonder you know like while like Darren was downstairs while they were having their dinner you know just quick go go yeah (laughs) take well absolutely and that kind of brings me on to another one very quickly because I don't want to you know drift away from the topic too much but is time an illusion because I remember um, months and months and months ago, I would be guilty of constantly saying that I don't have time for me. Yeah. And yet my life has become busier. And yet these days I have time for no, me. No, I completely, you know, I completely agree. Like, you yeah. know, like now that we're working and we're working together. Yeah. And, you know, we have a lot a lot mm. of different things going on and like you know you've said there's a lot of balls up in the air of like yes. what, what's going on um, and I feel like we're juggling so much at the moment as well as being moms mm. yeah but I do now feel like I have more time for me absolutely isn't yeah. it crazy yeah um and that and, and it's sort of are the only thing that shifted is our energy space towards what we're trying to achieve, yeah. which has almost brought to us more time or yeah. the illusion of more time. That's 
that's such a good point because I'd never really thought about it like that but I was absolutely guilty of always saying I've got no time there's no time for me but but now yeah completely absolutely so I mean that's probably a really good place to bring us on to our question I'm really excited about this question and equally very nervous because it's quite a challenging quite a challenging question Right, okay, so the question that we have is, how do we best free ourselves of our obstructive ego? Oh, gosh, isn't this. that a, what a deep, wow question? Deep question. We yeah. have to get this person on for an interview. Um, so for me, so let's start with what's the ego mind? So I did Latin in school. So ego or ego um, is I. And for me... The definition of the ego mind is the, the the mind, the unconscious mind that holds the perception of who we are, that brings the best version of ourselves yeah. that isn't our true authentic self. Wow. So I think how do we best free ourselves? I sort of think it goes hand in hand with how do you achieve freedom? Yeah. Because I think when you're when you're free, you're free of the ego mind. But I also think that, so awareness, I think practicing awareness, remaining present. And I think it's also identifying when you slip back, when your ego mind comes back in. Because you know how we were saying, so I mentioned earlier that I was able to maybe experience and be myself, my authentic self, when I was in a room or in the presence of people who surrounded me with a loving space. Yeah, that held space for you, yeah. Absolutely. And who were genuine, non-judgmental, and like you say, held a space where you could be authentic. Yeah. And you brought to the table your uniqueness. Yeah. Um, and on part of my journey, because this has been quite new for me, I discovered that actually as I was changing I lost quite a few friends yeah I I lost people in my life who had been in my life for a long long time and as much as you know as much as you can say that people's opinions whether it be negative or positive shouldn't really affect yeah the way you feel about yourself which is totally true I think when you go on a journey you start to lose quite a few people it's very hard at that point in time to question, okay, am I doing, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to end up on my own. Yeah. Don't want to be alone. I like company. People like company. Yeah. But is that the ego? Is that the ego mind? I mean, is, is that it? Is that because if I was embodying freedom... And well, yeah, it's like Peter Crone said that you love Peter Crone. I'm doing it now, Peter Crone. But yeah, like he said, um, that you know, it, even if you are alone, then you you enjoy your own company. You yeah. will, you will, you know, if you enjoy your Attract. own company, then other mm. people are going to enjoy and want yeah, the, company the company of you. Because I think that's where I still struggle I'll admit I still struggle so if I'm if I'm surrounding myself with people on my wavelength should we say vibrational energy wise then I feel motivated uplifted to be my genuine authentic self now if I'm surrounded by 
a group of people who maybe are not on that same pathway as me, then I, I think this is where the ego kind of jumps in and I sometimes feel it creeping in where I try and bring my best self. I try and adapt myself to fit into that. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. But this just goes to show that we've still got a long way yeah, to go. Journey to go, yeah. On our journey to freedom. Absolutely. Um, but think, you're aware of it now. Do you awareness. Know that? So that's, yes. that's got to be, for me, you know, a big step in the right direction that you're aware that you're mm. behaving like that or that Completely. you're slipping back. back. Yeah. And I think that's it. And for me, as much as I, or the more I started to break away from and bring awareness to, okay, what's my authentic self and what's not? I think the ego really clings on at that point. I think you really notice it pop up more, yeah. rear its head. Um, and really, it, it's kind of a losing battle because, I mean, it's like that film Encanto. We were oh, talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, the amount of times we've watched it oh, now. My goodness me. <laughs> the, the songs are brilliant though, aren't they? They are. But the, what's that woman called in there where she's the lady who the strong... The strong one. Whatever oh, she's gosh, called. Anyway, I don't know, yeah. Um, and... It's how the, the 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 power or the skill or the um what word look at what she's bringing yeah. to the family her, her magic her the, magic yeah. is a weight so her and and that's it isn't it the more yeah, that we she, have to she says doesn't she in the song that they're singing that you yeah. know, what what am I without what am I yeah so when I strip away the fear of what's left yeah am I worthless when I don't bring my best bring, self yeah. and I think that's part of it and I think for me discovering who I really am and being comfortable with who I really am I had to get to a place of experiencing the fear of letting go of my best self and bringing my authentic self and being okay with that yeah and that's a scary process I think being aware and then rectifying and also then dropping the ego and noticing is a scary process oh absolutely but I think the other side of that is absolute joy huge growth and fulfillment yeah freedom which is it? and freedom freedom completely wow. so I think that was a brilliant brilliant what question I mean yeah what a topic in, in completely and we have absolutely loved recording that oh yeah absolutely that was just perfect wow. so I mean yeah, yeah. So, I mean, drop any comments that you have for us, send us feedback. Because we'd love to hear love how it, you yeah. find it, if you want us to change anything. Um, and more importantly, if it helps. Yeah, and we was talking about, um, I don't know, possibly for next week. We'll see if we've got any ideas. Um, possibly putting a poll out. Yeah. Um, you know, and seeing, like, letting you choose yes. the topic for next that. week. Putting a poll out. We'll put, like, three topics Three topics. Out. And then let you choose, and then that's what we'll do for next week. Perfect. So keep an eye out for the post. And, yeah, we'll get a poll up. Get a poll out. Lovely. Well, thank you all so much for joining us and listening in. Yeah, thank you. And we look forward to hearing from you. So see See you next week. week.